Well, praise God. Bless Jesus. I'm trying to figure out where we at. It has been one battle. <laughs> Jesus always wins. So I need somebody. Thank you, Jessica. That's what I was going to ask for. The blog talk audio is clear. Can you hear me on the speaker? Yes or no? Can you hear me on the speaker? Thank you, April. Praise God. Woo! Why don't you celebrate with me for a minute here? Whatever you need, God's got it. I think I'm going to get up on my feet. I got to um, ask Brother Joe. Jose, can you ask Brother Joe if he's seen my tambourine, one of them? And if he has, ask him if he could bring me my tambourine. If he, if he knows where one of my tambourines happened to be. Y'all, you know, or, or, or ask him if he could bring one of those drums in here. You see, brothers and sisters, <laughs> I praise God all by myself. And um, I haven't seen my tambourines in a while. But uh, it's time for me to pull them back out. Or I could ask Brother Joe to bring. Um, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to ask him to bring um, his drums in here. And um, I, I believe it's going to sound mighty good with that Hammond B3. But I just want you with me to just praise God a little bit. I want to thank um I want to thank Arlene, I want to thank Jessica, and I want to thank, thank whoever else came on the um, on the speaker and on the blog talk and helped me. But uh, I got good news, and the good news is that the internet provider came with three people because, remember, I spent all that money getting this place wired up the cable. Well, I didn't know that lightning had struck the place and I didn't know it. And so um, they had to come in here and redo. They were here for four hours. And then they couldn't tell me what was messed up on my equipment, but their equipment was blown up. So um, I had this thing called a cradle point too. It got blew up. It got blown up too. So it's it's on the way here from uh, wherever their headquarters is. But I, I give God all the glory. I give Him all the honor, and I thank you for coming on with me. So I was able to ask you if you could hear it, as I was trying to um, after they left rig something up so that I could. Uh, so that I could um oh could you put a chair right there because I don't, I don't know where my where my tambourine is so grab grab that chair for me because see when God does something really good for me like this I have to praise Him with my feet so 
I know y'all don't do that. I know you probably too a bit more too 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 more too much more sophisticated. Yeah. Right there is good. No, I need you to do it. Because I couldn't find my tambourine. I was trying to find my tambourine. Just accompany me a little bit. You don't have a, where's your other drumstick? Yeah. Because, see, I'm going to praise God with my feet. I'm going to give him a little yada, tada, and a little uh, shabak here tonight. You know, the Bible says, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. So I'm happy that my equipment and the way I the way this is done, I had to uh, pull out my laptop. Um, I had to set my laptop up. Then I had to set up. It blew up. It blew up uh, two computers. The lightning, and you know what? It the devil. I guess he thought. I I, I can imagine what he had in mind, but it didn't work. It did not work. What you know, they can't even figure out how the lightning struck and didn't burn up no nothing inside and didn't hurt anybody or anything. Well, I had to tell them it was Jesus. And I and I, you know, I, I had to tell them I was trying to fix it myself, but it got beyond me. But you all know how good God is. You know how good God is. You experience his goodness yourself. So why don't you maybe, um, Brad Joe going to go find another one of his drumsticks. He just brought the little, I think that's the snare. But I'm going to find one of my tambourines that's around here in a drawer somewhere. All this moving. Praise God. All this moving. Um, but yeah, we we got musical instruments too. We are carried around and around and around. I'm so happy. The audio still clear. Yes, he does, Minister Hood. Yes, he does. Load us up daily with his benefits. The audio is clear. Thank you, Jessica. Um. So uh, I, I want you. This is what I want you to do. I don't want you to sit down and do this. Even if you just do it on your feet for five minutes. Okay. I want you to praise God just for five minutes. You know, we have just taken over these airways and, and, and everything that I used to do as an overseas missionaries, as an overseas missionary, I do it on this tagline and it still works. That's why I know that there's no distance in time and space with God. It's just that you got to be, you got to be, you all right? You got to be bold and courageous. Your faith in God has to be strong and you cannot be ashamed. Under no circumstances can you be ashamed. So I want you to rest rest on your feet for a minute. And I want you to praise God with your feet. Like, see, right now, I I happen to have my shoes shoes off. So I'm barefoot sitting here at my desk. Whatever you need, God's got it. And um, I wanted to 
teach some demonology, but the Lord said it's not going to flow. It, it, it has to flow. So I think I'll just pray for some people. Are we going to do whatever God tells us to do? I, I throw the demonology in there. I like to um, demonstrate. I like for you to see it in demonstration. Then you know it works. And I'm so glad for that prayer. See how God told us to do that prayer? And it was like perfect timing. All right, brother Joe. You could come. I want you to rest on your
Thank you, brother. <laughs> Whatever you need. God's got it. Father God, I want to thank you. For your goodness and your mercy. For your faithfulness. And God, I want to thank you that you yet teaching us to overcome in, in, in every area, in the little areas, the big areas, the medium-sized areas. We're called to be overcomers. And Lord, must, especially in times like this right here, where the devil is just doing everything unimaginable to turn our faith away from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But Lord God, you are faithful, and you teach us to be faithful to you. So I want to thank you for that tonight. I want to thank you because your word says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us from them all. We might not have it uh, perfectly perfect because we can't because you're yet perfecting us. And we thank you for that. We thank you for perfecting our faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, that, that, this little battle here was something else. I tell you. God, what are you teaching me in this? And the only, only thing I heard was the word resilience. I'm teaching you to be, be become even more resilient. And I just said, thank you. Thank you. Because, and, and, you know, the old me, but now that I'm older, I don't move as fast as I used to. But the old me would probably be in uh, Minneapolis or Seattle right now. Probably Minneapolis, because I'm praying, uh, maybe uh, maybe tomorrow, I don't know, so much. All the, all the supplies came today. Um, I bought about almost, I think it was about $900 worth of um, binders and three-hole paper, and um, inserts for the binders. And I, and that's not, I'm going to make as many as I have bought those binders for. But all, all those supplies are stacked up. And uh, they're in the sanctuary <clears throat> so that I can pray over them. And I'm going to be starting this with a blank piece of paper. And I've never done this before, even although, um, you know, I do it every day, but 
I'm asking the Lord to allow me to do this so that when I pick up page one and when I finish the last insert, that whoever picks it up can go right into um, ministry. Go right into ministry, the ministry of Jesus. Salvation, healing, deliverance, inner healing, and restoration and reconciliation. And be empowered to go to work. So I'm looking at all those boxes and I'm looking at at the job. I really only have to do one. I only have to do one. And then the rest of them can either be printed or duplicated. But for the first five, um, they're going to be uh, printed as I as I do each um, section. I think I, I think I got fourteen inserts, twelve twelve inserts, and I expect it to to be uh, the last. The last project I attempted, similar to this one, I didn't finish it. And I, that I started it in South Carolina. So when I finish um, the, the, these manuals, these manuals, uh, I'm going to go back and finish those. And those are ancillary also, because they go into um, sanctification, glorification, justice, justification, justification, sanctification, justification, and then, you know, um, glorification, which it, it, they, they all go together. And, and prayerfully, I've made a note, maybe, maybe. I think I saw, I think I saw, let me see. I'm trying to see if I saw, um, I thought I saw, okay, Candace, can you call me on the blog talk? If you don't mind. I know I'm putting you on the spot for a minute, but it'll be good. Can you call me on the blog talk, please? I don't I don't even know what to ask for. Candace is not a person that likes to be put on the spot. But you know, sometimes we have to do that. <laughs> What's your last for? All right. Thank you. Um, thank you. So let me get this off of here. I want to thank God too is back from um, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. I'm sorry. 
Massachusetts. And he is the the man I told you has this gift that the demons, he just automatically see them. I mean, he can't, we got to do his deliverance. I don't know if he will ever stop really seeing them like he sees them. But he sees them like nobody else I ever met before. And I have met a lot of people. And we did this exercise. Great. Great, great, great. Oh, you need the blog talk number? Oh, no, Jessica put it up there. We did this exercise because when he first, it isn't that I didn't believe him. <laughs> I had never met anybody with a gift like his before. And you know, you can imagine how bad the devil torments him having that gift. So um, he's back and he has his, has his son here with, with him visiting us. His son is 12. And so I'm trying to talk to him. I'm trying to deal with the, um, uh, I'm trying to talk to him. I'm trying to deal with the uh, internet guys at the same time. And and I got to make sure that he doesn't uh, manifest in front of them. So I have to sit there and I have to pray in the spirit. I mean, it's been a it's been a wild day, but I thank God for it. Candace, I got your mic open. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Praise God. They don't they don't know you too too much because you you were on the second year most yes. of the time. But uh, well, they you've been on here I think once or twice. But they didn't know that you are actually editing my books for me. Yes, sir. I am. <laughs> and we <laughs> we we changed the name uh, on some of them. So if you don't mind, would you tell them a little bit about um, the inductee, how we doing this? Oh, okay. Let me get to my computer here. We kind of have a, a military theme in a way. Um, how many of these books are there going to be? <laughs> what we've done is we've taken Spirits Are Subject Unto You, and that's going to be one of the series. And so we're going to have book one is going to be like an introduction. Um, what would you call it? What did we call it? Inductive. looking it up. Uh- Oh, okay, I'll wait. I'll let you go. <laughs> let me see here. Um, I know that spirits are subject unto you. Um, it's going to be the second book in the series. The first one's kind of like a, a drafty. Is that what we called it? Inductee. Inductee. Or something. Okay. I'm, I'm not certain. But, it, okay. but they're all military. Yeah, I don't know. We we change it. But, yeah, the first one is drafty, and that's kind of an introduction. And the oh, yeah. second one, that's Spirits it. Are Subject Unto You, is the one that we called induction. Mm-hmm. And then... So now, you can straighten that out. The first one is the draftee. Yes. 
Unless we change the name. We, we're not. Um, okay. <laughs> and then what did we call the third one? I'm not remembering. Field manual. Oh, that's right. It has military boots on it. That's the one. Yes, a field mm-hmm. manual. And then I don't think we did anything with a fourth one yet. No. It's just no. exciting. These are so exciting. Because yeah. ever since I started editing, like, spirits or subjects unto you, to me, it's like if you read that and you understand it and you learn it, it's amazing. It's wonderful. <laughs> And I started living it as I um, started editing it, which was pretty funny. So. This is another one of them live, live, live headlines. Um, And see, some of you have that book, and I'm glad you got the original one because that's the one that she edited with all the anointing. Tell them what you said when you read the revised That's, one. I, okay. I She sent me two copies. I got, I got Dr. Erica's original one that she wrote, and then I got the revised one. Somebody had rewritten it for her, and that's what they had done. They had rewritten her book. A real editor does not rewrite an author's book. They take the author's words. They might fix the punctuation, the grammar, that kind of thing, but every author has a voice. And with that voice comes an anointing when you are writing for God. And so the second, the revised version, was not, it was not anointed like the original. So I have been very, I like to edit and I like to keep the the author's voice. And that's really important with a book like this, really important. So... That's what's up with those, and I. It's just exciting. Do do you do you get delivered as you're doing them? I do, do and I guess what I found with spirits are subject unto you. Oh, let me get in front of my computer again because the first part of that book you had a little section that was like so amazing. And it was so simple, and and we kind of expanded on that. But, yes, I have found myself um, living it as I go, and I am living with it. So all the words are kind of in my head. But Chapter 1, the biblical process the enemy wants to keep from us, and it's like an introduction, it's, to the rest of the book and the first thing is be rooted and grounded in the word and it sounds so simple but how many people aren't and then rejoice in the Lord always again simple but how many people don't and then pray and here's the huge one pray and wait for peace because you you said in there most people finish their time with the Lord before his peace comes but we should wait for peace if we must wait 15 minutes, a half an hour, or more than an hour, then we wait until peace comes. And to me, that's huge. That was huge. So that started the whole thing, that first chapter. 
Mm-hmm. I, I get excited when I start talking about this. <laughs> I, well, praise God. I, I, I'm so grateful and thankful. These books have been sitting around, laying around for 30 years, you know, and uh, I just used them, used them as I needed them. And, and where I'm at now, this whole thing is already done. I mean, you, you know, I'm even what I'm noticing, even when I talk about things on the headline, I'm I'm able to now tell people, well, you could just go find. Here's the podcast for that, and yeah, they can they can it it, it just expands on um, whatever it is I'm talking about, and and I think that comes with the fact that I got about 35 years worth of straight teaching and tied up in all these books and things. And I'm just thankful because, I mean, God, God blessed you with time and your husband is in agreement. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, you know? Um, uh, yeah. Yep. That that God has somebody to help you and their husband is in agreement with them. And so you have what peace as you doing it. Um, so I just wanted you to, 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 to help me out. The tagline, I tell them I'm doing all these things and they probably wonder like, I, I know she's not, but I am. I really am. Oh yeah, you are. And it takes a while to edit a book like spirits are subject unto you is, like a traditional, if you wrote, read a, a traditional fiction book, it's 60,000 60, words. That's a big book. So not only is it you doing things, but it's me because I'm mm-hmm. editing it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it, and it takes time. Yeah, and, and then I, I consider I, I, myself. I, I, go ahead. I was just going to say, I piled them other books on top of those on you. Well, I love it because I feel like I'm in, like, spiritual school, and I get to read all this stuff first. And when I'm editing, I'm reading it over and over and over again. So I'm really learning these things and your voice because I I hear your voice in my head sometimes, and it's really kind of funny. But um, I'm – so grateful and I, I feel like God kind of put all this together and I had an opportunity to learn how to do editing with fiction and now I'm taking it over into nonfiction and I'm able to bless this ministry and that's really to me that's probably the most important thing that I have done with my writing and editing Praise skills God. because Praise this is God. helping people Helping people. So, obviously, I'm very enthusiastic about this. <laughs> I love it. Praise God. I, I thank you, Candace, so much. Um, so much. And, you know, uh, Tavon, I'm probably um, one of the strangest people you're going to meet. Uh, but remember, you're strange too. God say he, it's a peculiar people, a, a holy nation, a royal priesthood called to show forth his praises. 
but um as i as I see these things unfolding, brothers and sisters, that's why I keep encouraging you because your God will allow your dreams to come true. God will allow your dreams to come true because I was just writing all this stuff because as a missionary in a in a country where I didn't even speak the language. I had to write little books and put them in people's hands. And I would use those little books to teach people English at the same time. And other missionaries would use uh, little books. Um, I got the first, I got another book, but we'll get to it later. Uh, on. My first um, little self-deliverance book was translated in Spanish before it was even um, even retyped because it was written by hand. And this is why this commission that I have from God to get you ready, flowing, no, no funny stuff, no, um, no, no fake stuff, but flowing in the real power of God. The power of God is real. And it seems like when you're on the mission field, you you have to exercise it and you have to use it more. But let me tell you where the new mission field is. The new mission field is right here in these United States of America. You know what I'm saying? The new mission field is right here. And that's why I pray for those people that are up there in um, Minnesota and the ones that are coming out the closet preaching the gospel again because what people need right now is the gospel and they need the gospel just like God uh, Kim you didn't hear me but I said thank you for helping me uh, this morning also um, what people need now is the gospel people are hurting in their souls they're hurting on the inside. They are hurting on the inside. I'm going to see if I can get, I, I would like, if Mark would do it, I would like for you to listen to his, this gift he has. I ain't never heard nothing like, I, no. Now, he, he said to me, now I know I can see. I can see long, I can see deep, and I can see far. And Sometimes it is hard for me to keep my mouth shut to the things that God is showing me. I have learned uh, in, in honor and respect to God to shut up, to shut up. You don't have to be talking everything you see because you have to wait until the time that God wants you to talk it. And then he stands behind it, in front of it, above it, and below it, and his will is accomplished in it. So, uh, Mark, praise the Lord. I'm on my radio program. Are you on there? Can you talk about your gift? I told a tagline about it, but no, they can't hear you. You have to call in through the blog talk. I can give you that number.
you probably, if if you're on the blog talk right now, uh, what's the last four on your number? Okay, let me see if I see you on the blog. Are you on the blog talk or are you on Spreaker? Okay, the number, this is the number that blog talk. 319-527-6068. Dial that and hit one. Yeah, and also, I would like for you to tell them about that little doll, okay? I'm going to hang up. You got you got the number? If not, if it does, I'll text it to you again. Okay, bye. I want you all to hear something. This is the best teaching I could ever give you. And, and God is providing it. See, God is sending his people right here. That's why he put me right here in this church. So I, he would know exactly where I am, and he would know exactly where to send them. But I want you to hear about this gift. I want you to hear this, and, and, and then I'm going to tell you what he did so that I would know um, that it was actual. Um, what did he say the last one was? It's for, uh, okay. I, I, I asked him to hit one. I want you to hear this. I want you to see if you could have lived with this. Um, he was here while Kristen was here also. That's Candace right there. And um, no, that ain't it. Let's see. I'm gonna have to text it to him. Yeah, I think this is the best lesson you could learn tonight. And and as God sends people, I'm gonna put them on one night a week so you can know the reality of um, and know that the people who have gifts, they're not the weird ones. The weird ones are those that don't have them and try to tell people that have gifts how to work them. That's the craziest. Forgive me, God. Help me. Help me. We all need to know, especially now, how to flow in a manifestation of what what whatever giftings, uh, supernatural miraculous giftings I'm talking about that you have and 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 uh don't think they're easy to live with and don't think that they're the end all they're not they're not but there's going to be a time when God will place you where he needs you to be and call you forth, okay, and begin to utilize 
what he has in you. Okay? I'm I'm excited about Jesus. I'm excited about the time we're living in. And uh, I'm also excited about the fact that God is, um, is um, you know the scriptures say, behold, I do a new thing. Shall you not see it? Shall it not spring forth? But yet it's still God said there's nothing new under the sun. So what God is bringing is new new to us or new to you or new to whoever, the manifestation. The manifestation. Okay, I just text him the the blog talk number and I'm looking for his number. Okay, let me see if I can find it. Find him on here. People, he he had gone to lots and lots of people. And as usual, you know, they say, well, just can't help you, brother. Some of them said, um, I'm going to let him tell you. Wrote him off. Having demons because they didn't know. They didn't know and they didn't go to God and try to find out. And then and then people get mad with me when I say, look, I got to go to God. I'm not jumping up here in nobody's face dealing with no demons without talking to God first. Are you are you really think I'm gonna sacrifice myself like that to a devil? No way. No way. No way. Mm-mm. Cause people have some stuff. I mean, they have some real stuff. I said I need uh oh mm. oh okay his carrier that's a, let let me do this I'm gonna get him on my phone and I'll put my phone right here Mark Mark. I forgot some carriers won't let you uh, won't let you use the blog talk number. Yeah, sister, I was saying I need a select. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna put my phone. I'm gonna put my iPhone right here, and your voice is strong enough; it can be heard. Okay. All right, just you don't have to give your last name if you don't want to. I mean, you don't have to do that. You don't have to give any personal information. But I want them to know that gift you have that seemed like it was a gift from hell (laughs) in the beginning, but it really is a gift from God. And I want you to tell them 
how much trouble you had finding somebody that they would tell you you had a gift, but then they would get away from you. Go ahead. <laughs> I got feedback, um, and there's a, a small delay, so let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go. I really want them to hear this, even if you have to come over here in the morning at 6 and get on, the, on, on use some of this equipment. Um, okay. But I really want... It's better that way, you know that, because I could more, with you there, I could... Okay. Okay, Jessica said she can call you and do a three-way on her phone. I, I'm going to text her your number, and then she's going to call you, and let's try that, okay? We're just going to talk okay. about it lightly, but we'll talk about it some more tomorrow. But I want them to know when you took me, remember when you said step outside the door, yeah. the church door? And look yes. up in the sky. Yes. And I looked up in the sky and I saw this black demon. <laughs> yes. In the sky. I didn't say much. You know mm. I believe that uh, the one of the spirits I was seeing, I believe, is the Antichrist. That's why when I look up, I see him. I can see stars everywhere across the sky. I know someone else had a similar experience. Oh, okay. Let me, let me, um, I'm, I'm going to send your number to Jessica. Okay. You just, you just hang up. I'm going to send your number to her. Okay. Uh, okay. And see, see brothers and sisters, I know I can see, but when this brother started telling me that he could see with his naked eye, Spirits darting across the sky, and uh, and and he said, "Lord, just like remember Elijah and the boy and the boy with the chariots." He said, "Lord, would you let Sister Erica see <laughs> see these 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 demons?" Uh, and he said, "Okay, let's step outside, and I'm gonna see if I can see anything." And when he stepped outside, I didn't see nothing. He was looking up. He was saying, "There, they, there, that's one right there. Look through there. I'm gonna get, but I, I need him on here, Jessica." Um, and I didn't say anything. I just, I saw it. I looked at it, and um, I, uh, I just, he said, I said. I said, well, you know, I don't see nothing. But when I saw it, I saw it. And I did. I just bound it and rebuked it because I realized that it was a territorial spirit. 
and um, I wasn't going to be out there, me and him, messing with no territorial spirits uh, because God hasn't, you know, I just saw it and I started binding it and rebuking it so that um, whatever effect was using to harm him, that it could be stopped. He could be delivered from him. And then finally the Lord let me know that um, that's part of his cross. He, he's going to always see him. And I said, okay. But that is so that he can um, see them and then they can be bound up and dealt with. So can you imagine deliverance ministry like that? I can but we still had to still had to deal with them. Um, and so he went back home and all the way back to Massachusetts and brought his, his 12-year-old son back with him. And the rest he'll have to tell you. But it was exciting. That's why I love this ministry. And I love the fact and see, when God, when, when you get to the point where, number one, you're not scared, number two, you won't run, and number three, you will work with the person as long as it is required for them to be totally free. And, and, and for you to do that, some of you got to get rid of this notion. Uh, I mean, that you have that, you know, some people have if the person gets free, and it's not, it's n neither of those should be in the equation. There should be no question mark to the fact that the person is going to be free, and there should be no question mark to the fact that you're going to work with them until they're completely free. Because that's what Jesus sent us to do, set the captives free. So, God is trying to change some of your mindset. And I really hope that he can do it. And you will allow him to do it within this time that we got blessed to work with. We need to be getting as many people free as we can. Time is running out. And I prayed, like Candace, I prayed her in. I prayed her in. I prayed him in. He thinks he did it. God did it. God did it. So that's why I wanted y'all to meet him. And I wanted you to, 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 to hear uh, this gift. And and from now on, the people who come here with these amazing gifts, I want you to meet, I want you to meet, I want you to hear. The main thing is I want you to take God out the box. And, and I, I want you to stop thinking that your gifting is not good, not great, not of God, and not for you to use. And, and, and I want you to know you ain't seen it all. You ain't heard it all. 
God got some gifts and some people out here. Um, oh, okay. Oh, Lord have mercy. How can he talk if I don't open it up? Tell me, Jesus. You all, you all know I'm not a night person. I'm a morning person. <laughs> Go ahead. Jessica, it's open. Praise Mark, the Lord. It's open. Praise the Lord. Hello? Yes, you're on, the, you're on the air. Okay, you can hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. All right, so you want telling, me to go on? I was telling them when when you said you prayed and asked God to let me see up in the sky, and I saw that demon. Well, that demon, um, that Santa Nino, infant of plague, that I did some research, and I seen the Pope, the Pope kneeling down in front of that spirit, and I think from what was revealed to me, I think it's the it's most likely the Antichrist. I I'm pretty sure um, the Pope's kneeling down in front of it, and and it's the it's it's called the Infant of Prague or the Santo Nino di Atocha uh, spirit. Um, where I also the Lord led me after I came to you after two days after much prayer and. Uh, when I left, which you told me to stay, and I should have stood, um, but uh, I actually, when I was driving, I looked at the picture one more time. When I looked at the picture, I was happening to get gas. I closed my eyes, and I saw it. It just it just manifested. It was in my face, and I had been seeing this for a long time. The Lord had been showing me this for a long time. Like, it's got a blue heart with a cross on it, and when you told me to close my eyes to, to, to visualize Jesus— this thing was manifesting in the sky, and uh, the blue heart on its chest, where I was having pain in that area, uh, one of the places it was attacking me, because uh, there's a cross, that cross was manifesting in the sky, because it's actually another Jesus spirit, and um, these things have just been brutal. They've, they've, Satan has no mercy, and uh, the Lord wakes me up all the time to get up and pray. Um, I see it's can be very overwhelming. Uh, I gave up Mark, my life to Jesus Mark, in 2000. Mark, Mark, yes. Mark, they don't know what you're talking about. The Santa Nino. Um, so you got to start that from the beginning from on the dresser when you were a little boy. Okay. All right. Uh, this Santo Nino di Atocha. It's Santeria. Um, it's uh, they also call it the infant of Prague, like I said, and this came from I don't know how far back it came. I know that my grandmother, I, I believe, it, actually it was my aunt's, and actually who we called my godmother at the time, um, it was hers, and then it was actually in my parents' room because my father had the spirit too, and. Uh, I actually remember when I moved back from North Carolina, I went to live at my mother's for a short time. Instead of paying a lot of money for a hotel, Satan tried to put it in the room with me, my wife, and our son. And uh, I didn't even want it in there because of what the Bible says about statues and 
um, have nothing to do with uh, what's under the ocean. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, um, how would you like me to explain this, Erica? Sister Erica. Okay, okay. We called your mother. It came out in your deliverance um, about this. I saw it. I saw it in your face. And I didn't know what it was. And then the Lord brought you a remembrance about a Catholic uh, statue, which your your family, where's what is your family background? I know it's Catholicism, but where from yes, where? Yes, Roman Catholicism, but that's um, that's that's the kicker. Um, that doll is actually really worshipped. If you do the research on it, you can look it up also, the infant of Prague, which I did first because I didn't remember when you had told me it was a spirit, the Santonino doll. So I, when I looked it up, I found the infant of Prague, and it's so worshipped. Like, uh, I even believe that the spirit of Astaroth is under that spirit's authority. Um, and... Uh, it's it's when I did the research I couldn't believe it. They have so many uh buildings dedicated to that spirit. It's actually in the Bible when Jesus says, uh, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, uh, but principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. Well it's spiritual wickedness in high place. I had been seeing it for the last five to six years in the sky. You know, I no matter where I go I can see it. And usually it's always trying to hide from me. If I if I'm driving because I am a truck driver if I'm driving it'll like move to the right it'll hide like in different areas and then I'll have to close my eyes and then I can see it no matter where it's hiding and um, I, I've been doing everything I've gone everywhere trying to get help and I've seen pastors literally uh, run from me um, just like. Like Sister Erica said, they didn't go to God. I've been in churches where um, I've been sitting in the aisle with my son. I've seen a 20 to 30 foot serpent go right down the aisle. And, uh, you know, I remember running out into the hall once and telling the pastor, emergency, emergency. And the pastor just said, oh, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. That wasn't the response I was looking for. Uh, And the other head pastor (laughs) <laughs> the other head pastor said that that spirit's been around for a couple of thousand years. Mark can just see it. And I waited to see the serpent when it, because a telephone pole was 30 feet. So this was almost as big as a telephone pole. And as the serpent was going down the aisle, um, well, actually, the, the, uh, the, like the pastor said, that spirit's been around for a couple of thousand years. Mark can just see it. It actually got in the face of the singer. Michelle that was singing at, cause this place is as big as a high school auditorium and it was in her face. And, uh, the music was being attacked because it was so powerful. She actually, after I told the pastor, she left the church for a couple of months. She came back for, I don't know if it was like a week or something, then she was gone again for good. Um, So she came under attack by that spirit. But even when I'm sleeping, I'll wake up. um, Whether I'm asleep or awake, I see witches on brooms a lot. Um, That's some of the attacks I'm under. Um, I'll see evil demonic spirits. I'll wake up. I'll go to sleep. It's like as soon as you go to sleep, 
they come in. You're at zero point. When you're sleeping, you're at zero point. They come right in. And I'll see them doing drawings, trying to make destiny-altering images. I've seen them do drawings, trying to show me things like because of – like if I'm sleeping and they're drawing a picture of me, they're drawing a picture of me like in a coffin or something. Then they'll show me a vision of that later on, um, you know, or they'll show me a picture – in the hospital or something, you know, and um, they're trying to put fear in me. I've literally uh, many, many, many times, I learned this is about taking your destiny. I've woken up and seen three witches. What will happen as soon as I fall asleep, the Lord will wake me up quick. And I'll see him walking in with like a picnic table. And on the picnic table, they'll have a black cauldron. And in the black cauldron, there's water is filled to the top. There's little serpents popping up the top. Now, there's a witch on the left, a witch on the right, a witch directly across from me, like sitting on a picnic table. like. And um, as soon as they know that I'm awake, one will nudge the other or hit the other. He's awake. He's awake. He can see us. And um, they're trying to – that's about taking your destiny is what they're trying to do. And um, – I remember one time that I actually, this only happened one time. It was really amazing. I, uh, one pastor said to me that that's like, um, praise Jesus, uh, an example of the potential of what you'll be able to do eventually. I just waved my hand and I rebuked one of the witches because I've seen witches come in. I've woken up and seen over a hundred witches in my room. I've seen demons walking around in a circle, trying to form a Jericho wall. I've literally, you want to hear the craziest thing? I drive into work once, not to jump track, but drive into work once. I looked up in the sky. I'm in my tractor trailer, and I see what looks like a woman. She looks like she's on a carpet, like up in the air, like up next to the clouds. And I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, what? Out of nowhere, a gigantic H comes flying towards me. I'm like, what the heck? Then an E. Then a gigantic L. Then another gigantic L. Then a gigantic, oh, she's telling me hello. <laughs> so I rebuked her in the name of Jesus. Um, I've been driving to work. Now, Crazy. Mark, I, I've let been me driving. tell them what that yes. was, Mark. That was, I got to tell them. That was a gin. What he described yes, right then yeah. was a gin. Go ahead. I've literally been driving to work. I've seen... You know when a jet's driving in the air, a jet is in the air and it's even smoke behind it. I've seen witches up in the air driving to work because I was lived about an hour away to go to my job, my trucking job, and I've seen witches in the air going around in a gigantic circle, even smoke in a gigantic circle. The Lord's revealing this to me because they're trying to keep me in a certain area. They like I've had problems lately with my throat. Um They've been attacking my throat, a lot of tightness in my throat. And actually, when I rebuked that witch with my finger, I like I went to one of the witches. I went, in the name of Jesus. And like, this only happened one time. And it's like fire. It was like lightning of fire came out and it hit the witch. And she took off so fast on the broom. It was actually hilarious. And guess what happened? Shortly after that, I got a little tiny cut in my finger when I moved. I got an infection. Lines going up my arms all the way to my shoulder. I almost died. They tried to take that finger out, my right index finger, because they knew, like the Bible says, or like Jesus said, if I cast out uh, Satan or demons with the finger of God. So they tried taking that finger out. Now they're trying to take out my voice so I can't use it in the future to – um, even driving up here, like I said, I've never seen so many accidents this time. It was like a 20-hour drive, and I've never seen – oh, I'll give you a really good one. You're all like this. I went to Apostle John Zavlaris. Um, like I said, I've been there three times. The last time I told him I was coming would have been the fourth time. He's like, Mark, you need to go some, to someone with a stronger anointing. You know, and the, the three times before that, he's praying over me. You got, an, you got a gift. I'm praying over you for wisdom, and 
um, he just really didn't go to the Lord like um, Sister Erica did. But there was one, there was two women sitting on the side of me, and Brother Anthony that was sitting on the left of me, he went with me. And these two women, uh, they were both possessed. The first one that went up, uh, when she was up there, she manifested a demon. And um, the, the demon said she used to worship me. Now she worships Jesus. And I'm describing to a friend, I see it looks like a powder blue. It looks like an Indian, like a powder blue Indian. She was like, wow, you're good. You're good. I told her, listen, don't say I'm good. Praise Jesus, not me. And she goes, no, you don't understand. And she went on the phone. She showed me it was the spirit of Krishna to do with yoga. It was light blue. If you type in Krishna and you, and you look and you see that's who the spirit was. It took him a little while to, to cast the spirit out. He had to put her in the corner. And uh, when she was sitting in the corner while he was working on other people, I could see the demon. Her eyes were rolling back in her eyes. It was sitting down. Then it would be standing behind her. And then it would be sitting down. Um, uh, there was another woman that got up that uh, she had a, a serpent. And um, I said, Apostle John, that woman had a serpent. And because uh, and, he thought that all the demons were gone. And uh, he says, well, which woman? And I'm looking around for her. I'm like, I don't see her. Everybody's like, she's on the floor. She's on the floor. The woman got up, still possessed, and started yelling, who, who, who exposed me? Who exposed me? And uh, now I've woken up in the middle of the night. I've seen my wife being attacked. I've woken up. I've seen them. Um, I've seen uh, Avastaroff. And the reason why I believe it's Avastaroff, because he has a head like a bull with horns. And I had prayed to God for a little while. I even was commanding the demon to tell me who he was. I want to know. Because for a while there, um, I'd fall asleep on my recliner, and I'd wake up like my forearm would be all numb. I'd close my eyes. I'd look on my forearm. There'd be a black scorpion three inches long. It was stinging me. But it'd be stinging me. I knew what it was stinging me with because I knew the next day, like the, the way that I was the, the effects it was having on me, it, it was making me angry. It would make me bitter. It was like stinging me with, um, I, oh, the, the jump track again. I've, I've seen the enemy shooting dots at me. Like one time he was, I woke up, the enemy was shooting dots. They were hitting me in the body and uh, it was, it was hurting. I felt like I didn't have the armor of God on because they were hitting me in the body and they were hurting. But I've also woken up and seen an angel shooting dots. The angel was about maybe five foot ten. He was in front of me and he was shooting he was loading the bow and arrow so fast. I don't even understand how he was loading it so fast. And he was shooting dots at the enemy. I believe it was Astaroth that was behind me. And the reason why, like I said, that I know that it's Astaroth, because I had prayed to the Lord and um I said, Lord, I want to know what spirit this is that's coming up against me, that's putting the scorpions on me, that's uh, doing all this stuff to me and I had a dream because the Lord shows me things in pictures and videos and dreams for my instance for, for instance my oldest son had a spirit of addiction he revealed that in a picture a little monkey imp spirit on his shoulder but that, that's another story but in the dream um, I was standing like a boxing ring the Lord used boxing because I boxed and we were standing face to face he was taller than me and after praying him in my face he went Astaroth at the top of his lungs like he really yelled and then I woke up and then I started seeing him I'd wake up in the night I'd see him towards the end of my feet sometimes I'll, I'll see him he'll be doing a uh, he'll have like a little mirror type thing maybe an inch or two long like a, I forget what you call it um he'll be using that to pray over me sometimes I'll see him on the right of me uh they got like this thing that's spinning picture your cell phone um rectangular 
and picture it like on this thing, and they'll be spinning it like it's just brutal. The enemy has no mercy whatsoever. He's very cruel. He has no mercy. Um, I've seen him isolate in my wife my, and me and my son, separating us in different rooms. He's like doing everything in the world to try to take me out. And it's been going on for like the last five years. And I know the Lord's been protecting me. Uh, I know it's coming to that time for deliverance so he can use me, uh, especially after on Sid Vought Supernatural uh, uh, apostle prophesied over me praise jesus like uh, I, I i broke down i was really i was like finally finally you know because it's been torment to be honest with you i just didn't understand i mean the lord was walking me through teaching me teaching me about um being in the enemy's camp and and i told them i said lord i don't care what you got to do i don't care what i got to go through i don't care how i got to do it I'd rather go down swinging than be a coward. The enemy's he held up a rat once in my face with no head, with it punching the air. He's trying to tell me that, yeah, like I'm punching the air, like I'm not getting anywhere. I've woken up and seen the whole room. But I've seen good, too. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I've seen good. Um, my oldest son, I, 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 one time I seen a picture. My mother took a picture of him and his girlfriend, him and his girlfriend, a little child. And in the picture, uh, on my oldest son, he had an opiate problem for a little while. And I took a picture of the picture with my phone, and on the phone there was a little, about a foot tall, a little monkey imp spirit. The tail was coming down in front of his chest. I brought it to my pastor. He took authority over all demonic influence in my son Ryan's life. And he, because uh, my son Ryan, 31 years old, 3.7 GPA, boxed in the Olympics, like good-looking guy, six foot one, like body, but like this, a, a guy that – and his mother's a millionaire. I went in the army. It didn't work out. But he, obviously that the enemy um, was trying to destroy him too, trying to get him with the same thing that he got me with. And uh, praise Jesus that the Lord revealed that because he's he's in Boston now and he's doing very well ever since the Lord revealed that. Uh, obviously, he still has a ways to go. But... Um, I can go on forever with the things that I've seen. I mean, thank you. If you pretty much name it, oh, demons walking on top of buildings. I actually walked out of a hotel room once. I seen a serpent as big as a locomotive. The head was as big as a car, and it went all the way up to the sky. I woke up on the on the couch once. Um, I fall asleep a lot on the couch, and I saw a demonic spirit standing over me. That was uh, I never I couldn't even see the head. It was so big, and I just sort of kept thinking to myself, I can't hey, Mark, believe that Mark, Jesus. Mark, yes. Mark, Mark. One of the ten okay. over in the chat room just posted. Yes. I've seen that demonic monkey before. They've seen that monkey thing, that monkey demon. Yes. They have seen it before. Spare of addiction. Well, Spare of addiction. Angel, does that does that uh, resonate with you? Can you call over to the um, to the blog talk, Angel? I want to see um, that that monkey thing. It, it manifests several different spirit ways. Um, 
it can also be um okay angel what's the what's your last four what's your last four on your phone number okay go over to the blog talk i'm gonna, i'm gonna bring you in on this conversation seven eight six zero oh. Seven eight six oh. I've seen that one quite a bit too. Um, that monkey looking one. It doesn't stop in your ear. If you try to get off drugs, it'll keep in it'll keep in your ear and it won't stop. It'll just keep going and going and going and unfortunately people quit, their tolerance goes down, they go back to try again and their tolerance is down and they do the amount of drugs they thought they used to be able to do and they overdose. Mm. That's the ultimate goal of Satan. Well, death. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But... I'm trying trying to... But but it's okay. It's okay. What the enemy meant for harm, God's going to turn it around. It's going to be the greatest miracle and so many people are going to be set free. And that's why God is freeing, freeing people now. Let's see here. Hello. Okay, hold on, Angel. Is that you? This you you can hear me. I, we can hear you. Okay. What Hi. You know Good evening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, I this was years ago. Stuff like that used to manifest to me all the time. I never knew what was going on with me. And it was like in the afternoon, um, at the time I was married, my husband was asleep. We were home, and the TV was on. And I was watching television. I was on and off, you know, falling asleep. And I, at one time I woke up, and I saw this. It was little. He's so perverted looking and evil. And um, I just didn't know what was going on. And it was like it would torment me all the time just staring it wouldn't move, it wouldn't, and it's like his body was twisted, though. It was, mm-hmm. I can't even, it, it just, I, I see this thing all the time. So Even now? Um, even now? Not now, not now. Um, oh, oh, actually, okay. it was this pastor from um, Nigeria. She told me, she said, you have enough authority to get that thing out your house. And when she told mm-hmm. me that, I went home, and I just started opening doors and windows and declaring Jesus, in the name of Jesus, get out of here. You don't belong. Because everything, things used to just manifest through the walls, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. appear through the walls. And mm-hmm. some of the things that he was saying, I could see. And I, so when he started talking, because people don't understand, you know, I didn't want nobody to think I was crazy, because I know what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. And when this man was talking tonight, I thank God because I'm like, all this stuff was happening to me, but I couldn't talk about it because people think you're crazy. And and I didn't <laughs> want nobody to think I was crazy. I would literally sit in the, like, chilies, and a couple would be in there. I saw this lady was facing me. She was, Her husband's back was to me. She, I don't know these people. She's looking at him talking to him, you would think it, natural eye seeing that, but this green face looking at me saying all defiled kinds of things, 
mm-hmm. cursing. Mm-hmm. I could, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know the word that was saying, but it was foul. I know it spiritually was foul. And it was looking directly at me. And I didn't know how to handle that stuff. I didn't know what to do. That's where, when I saw that, I used to see just sitting there, people's faces just change in front of me. And yep. like when they saw me seeing them, they would shake their face and their, their face would be back normal. And I'm like, what is going on? Do anybody see this but me? You know? And that's mm-hmm. the, so when he said that monkey, that thing is so evil. And so it was just trying to torment me. During that time, I was just, just before God all the time. And I didn't understand. I thought, God, why are you letting this stuff happen to me? Because I'd never seen that or heard anybody talking about it before, ever. So that's what I had to deal with, you know. So I'm just so glad that he's saying this stuff because it's like, yay, yay, this is what I'm talking about. That's the kind of <laughs> stuff I'm talking about. This is what I like, you know, because it's real. This is yeah, real. Yes. Yeah, oh, my God. I'm- I learned about it in a book called The Triumphant Church where Kenneth Hagin came up against against it and Jesus told him how to how to rebuke it. He was jumping up and down saying yip yippity yak, yippity yippity yak and he was like trying to block when Kenneth Hagin was having experience with the Lord from what he had said. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But just, there's something yeah. else I wanted to say, just to let you know, too, just to let you all know, I do see Indians riding in the spirit realm. I see them on horses, just mm. to let you know. Um, Indians often, sometimes little elf druid spirits, all, and they seem to be very powerful. Um, <laughs> nothing compared to Jesus, joke. But uh, mm. sometimes I'll wake oh up and I'll God. see one at my feet. I'll see like oh a, like a little... But, and just to let you know, oh also, God. these witches look literally dead. They literally look like in the Wizard of Oz. That's how they look in the spirit realm. They have green oh faces. God. They are nasty. They have the yes. black hats. <laughs> and, uh-uh. and, uh-uh. But, oh, there's one other thing I wanted to say, how great. This is, you know how they say in the Bible, those who walk uh-huh. after the spirit of God are the sons of God. Just to oh let you know, God. sometimes I'll see my pastor. My pastor will be up on stage, and the Lord will be revealing to me. Like, like he'll reveal to me when he's right on track because the spirit, the Holy Spirit is like in him, but it's a little bit out of him. And wherever the Holy Spirit's going, if the Holy Spirit goes to the left, he'll go to the left. If it goes to the left and turns to the left, he'll go to the left again. So the Lord was revealing to me, those who walk after the spirit of God are the sons of God. And he was revealing to me, um, like I said, he, there's a lot of good things that's revealed too. But I just... I figured I'd let oh, you know that, too. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. It's okay. Yes. It's okay. Uh, See, uh-uh. so what are we talking about here tonight? We're talking about the gift of discerning of spirits. Discerning of spirits. And we're talking about the fact that these two people discern spirits with their eyes wide open. When you can, when you when you can see you can see when you can see you can see you can yes. see with your eyes wide open you can see in a panoramic type vision you can see uh, you can actually be in a dream but you be actually like a spectator. Mm-hmm. thank Jesus actually. Uh, Sister Erica, there's one other thing that, that they might like to hear. In the beginning, when I first had this gift in the beginning, the, in the book of Job, the Lord says 
can you draw Leviathan with a hook? And in the beginning, I was having a little bit of issue with pride. I was doing a lot of research to do with the thorn in the mm. flesh. Mm. And um, for the longest time, I kept seeing a spirit. He was holding up a like a fishing line with a hook with worms. And he kept mm-hmm. like, 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 it's like I was afraid to go to sleep. Because I'd wake up and my mouth would be open all the time. And I'm like, is he putting these worms in me? And one time I had a vision of, like, the TV had changed and my heart was in the middle. And it had, like, worms hanging around it. And I ended up being led to the book of Job. And mm-hmm. the Lord was dealing with me with pride, I believe. Can you draw a mm-hmm. Leviathan with a hook? So, and let me tell you, it, it worked. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Brothers and sisters, um, I think this was uh, this was the best, one of the best. Um, this makes it worth it. The fact that you know what I've been through with this uh, with this equipment, with this blog talking, this speaker. But whenever you press your way on through the thing that you got to overcome. God will always have a reward for you. My reward is to hear the two of them and to and to just because I want you to know the reality what the reality of what why you got to know how to do an exorcism. <laughs> wow. Okay. Everything ain't about conflict, and you can't romance no devil out. Okay? Sometimes you got to come face-to-face with Satan, Lucifer, Beelzebub, Leviathan, Bohemus, and and any other rest of them. But you cannot, well, I guess I can't say you cannot be afraid. Do it afraid. Deal with it afraid. If you're afraid, (laughs) deal with it afraid, and you won't be afraid much longer. Because with some of you, you're not going to recognize your authority outside of utilizing that authority. Meaning, if you cast out a little demon, you're on your way to a medium-sized demon. Uh, when you get, when you deal with a medium-sized demon, then God knows the integrity of your heart and that you become fearless. Then he'll give you something bigger to deal with, and finish. And after a while, the size won't matter. You don't even think about no size. I don't even think about the size. I don't even think about anything. With me, it's let's just have a talk. And as you talking, I'm listening to the Holy Spirit. I'm looking in the Spirit, and I'm discerning God. What do you want me to do with this? God, what is this? And Lord, how is this thing? a hindrance to your kingdom. And what do you want me to do? What role do I have to play as you free this person from these devils? And that's why I'm so hard and I'm so adamant for people to know it is not you, it is not me, it is Christ in us that is the deliverer, it is Christ in us that sets these people free and apart from Christ we can do nothing. Yeah. And this is why so, so many people get lifted up in pride because they actually begin to think I'm doing this. Uh-huh. Um, um, 
setting these people free. And if you go with that spirit too long, the next thing you be developed is that, hey, my name is Jesus Jr. <laughs> wow. And that's how you'll begin to act. And then the devil will tear you up. Oh, he will tear oh. you up then because he's got you where he wants you to be. You thinking more highly of yourself than you ought to. And the minute you think more highly of yourself than you ought to, he got you. He got you. Because uh, uh, uh. why? You have put yourself in the place where only Christ can stand. You put yourself, yes, he gives you the authority. He gives you the power too. But how many people actually flow in the power? That's the problem. Yes. That's the problem. My goal is to get you to flow in the power. This brother said he took his finger and fire came out of his finger and the witch flew off. Well, let me tell you something. That's straight Bible. Jesus said, if I cast out demons, if I cast out devils by the finger of God, by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you by the finger of God. Now, look. That's why they try to take my finger out. Right, right. Satan ought to be shamed. Satan ought to be shamed, but he turns that thing around and makes us feel inadequate. But if you can cast out a devil with your finger, just think about that. Take Take your finger, ball it up, and point it, just point it out. That's all you got to have, your finger, your index finger right there, to cast out a devil. Because you know the devil done tricked too many people. Yes. Your finger, your finger. Uh, And then then Jesus said, in my name, all you got to do is take your lips, form the name of Jesus, and put some breath to it, and command the devil to come under subjection. Now, your breath and your finger, the devil ought to be ashamed. He ought to be ashamed. But he turned that thing around. We got so much authority and so much power. All we got to do is what? Breathe, and he is defeated. All we got to do is what? Point your finger, and he is defeated. Who is the strong man? You the strong man. Because the devil ain't a man anyway. It's an angel. Fallen spirit. And Jesus said, I give you power. The spirits are subject unto you. You know what the problem is, though, Sister Erica? You want to know what one of the biggest problems is? People are so busy trying to believe instead of just believing. They're like putting effort into believing instead of – I watched another show on Sid Roth Supernatural. I believe the Lord led me to, um, and this man, he was he got in front of the audience because Satan tried to do the same thing to his voice and because uh, he has a similar thing going on with him that is like going on with me. And he, he was telling everybody, you need to stop trying to believe. Just believe is what he was saying. That seems to be – a a situation that too many of us are trapped in and that's because we've been taught wrong. We've been yeah. taught wrong. You don't have to try 
to do anything that God has already equipped you and empowered you to do. Why would you have to try to do it? You just have to do it. Yeah. But you mu- but, but as soon as I stopped remember, trying and believing, that's when I started coughing. That's when they started coming out. Oh. <laughs> Praise God. Really, as soon as I stopped trying, I was trying to do it myself, and I was bringing so much stress on myself, I was getting sick. But as soon as I just stopped, as soon as I just stopped and just believed, all of a sudden, I'm pulling over. I'm, I'm driving down the road. I'm pulling over, and uh, I'm in McDonald's parking. Everybody's looking at me like I'm nuts. Uh, I even had to tell one guy at the church that I, I ended up pulling over at the church later on, and I said, Jesus is delivering me. He was on the ride in mower. He was, praise Jesus, because I had a puddle <laughs> on the ground of spit, and um, and all I did was just stop trying to believe. I just believed, and, and I believe it was you all were praying on the prayer line, praise Jesus, too, because it was during 6 to 9. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, we've been, we've been. I told him about you. And we've been praying a lot for you. Um, it started at like six thirty. I started. <laughs> that's that's yeah, why I, I want the tearliners to meet some of the people that come here, and know that they come every week. I mean, every week. I I I don't, and I'm not going to um, over over flood myself with too many people because that doesn't work um, because with this kind of integrated healing prayer model that I use, it takes time with a person. It, it's no uh, it, it's no quick fix, but it's a permanent fix, praise God. Uh, and I never know what God is going to do. I mean, some of them, he, he will do it fast faster than others at any rate but some of them all of them I have to get them to him first Um, uh, uh, but Mark as an example you thought I was like being too slow or or, I don't know what you really thought I I don't I don't take time to worry about it uh, but I've I think, been to so many people. I don't know. You know, it, it's tough when you you start to lose con- you start to lose confidence after a while. Like, you know, I, I've been to a, a uh, pastor Bob Lawson. He put his cross on my head. He's like, "You gotta have demons," you know, and nothing manifested. <laughs> and uh, he thought I was psychotic. And then, uh, but one woman I was with him said, "I think that you're a seer." And then. Um, Apostle John Zavlaris, I was ready to go there a fourth time. He's like, oh, please, Mark, no. He's, he's like, you either have a gift or you need so- to go find someone with a stronger anointing. I almost went to, I think it's Nigeria, to Prophet Ed Branson. I, I was thinking about going there. Cause I always knew I had a gift, but I, I also knew that I needed deliverance because Jennifer Eavaz was a Mormon originally, and she has a similar she gift, and she had to – she she was a Mormon. She had to be delivered from a spirit of sorcery, and then she was able to go into – God was able to use her for the ministry for healing, deliverance, and um, she has a good book on discerning of spirits. But I praise Jesus going – Jesus leading me to you. I drove twice this week, 1,100 miles, and uh, praise Jesus. I would drive to Okinawa if I had to. to uh, I'm grateful. To, Praise God. I see. Um, all right. You, y'all know I'm not a night person. I, I don't. I used to, but uh, I, I have to get up around 4:30 in the morning. 
but I wanted to come on number two things. I want to give God glory and honor and praise for helping me with this uh, uh, podcast equipment here. And I said I was, I'm trying to, I don't like to leave y'all hanging. If I mess up so many days, I know I'm, I'm off schedule and I need to catch up. So I thank God for bringing two witnesses. I mean, it doesn't get any better to me than a, with a living, overcoming witness. I want y'all yeah. to continue to pray for Mark, okay? Yeah. As thank we, you. As we go thank on and, and get finished, and um, he brought his 12-year-old son. God put him to Somebody sleep, pray. just to let you know. As soon as you... Right before you called, he's been asleep through this whole thing. I believe 100% that because from what I, when I looked at him in the spirit realm, it looked like there's like a glory cloud around him. Yeah. So the Lord put him to sleep so he didn't have to hear this. I don't even have a, I, I, you know what I like to say? My vocabulary isn't worthy of Jesus. No matter how, whatever I can, no matter how much I can praise him, no matter what I say, it's still not even worthy of, of how awesome Jesus is. I love that. I love the way you put that because I, I find myself at, at a loss of words when it comes to the Lord also. But um, I'll see you tomorrow on the headline. For the days that the enemy robbed us, I'm going to make those up with some teachings. And um, I just thank God. I thank God for having a good blog talk back here in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Prepare in the morning for some deliverance. Um, and I just want to do some preventive maintenance in the morning. I want you to kind of process what you heard tonight. And I want you to ask God to give you the gift of discerning of spirits, okay? I want you to ask him. He'll do it if you ask him. But you got, you got to ask. And you got to be serious when you ask. I'm in agreement with you. I see y'all on the deadline. I, I love Jesus. I love you. And I love where God is taking you. I love what God is doing with you. And watch. Watch. God's going to have some wonderful people witness. See, once, you, once God brings you a witness, he stirs that thing up within within you to an even greater degree. God's got it. We need it. And we got to ask him Amen. for it. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Hello? Hello? Hello?